0: Hey, drama listeners, we want to tell you about this literally amazing online platform called Broadway Plus. We mention it all the time. All the time. You know Nathaniel, who came on our show back in November. He's the founder. And you know all of our guests. The majority of them are part of Broadway Plus. Yeah, if you're not on Broadway Plus, you're only getting half the story. Especially now, without theater, we need something like Broadway Plus, which will connect you to all your favorite Broadway stars beyond interviews on drama, of course. You'll get virtual experiences like meet and greets, concerts, and workshops. The list goes on and on, and it is very much worth the investment but i have a dose of drama oh yes okay so it's fun it's a fun one broadway plus is offering drama listeners one month for free off of their group event subscription service called plus pass which nathaniel actually broke the news when he came on our pod oh that was sizzling tea that was exclusive time, yeah. I, page six anyway so Plus Pass gives you access to exclusive cast reunions and concerts that happen weekly. You can check out their upcoming events and use the code DRAMAPOD at broadwayplus.com slash pluspass for your first month free. I know we will see you there. Drama! Drama. Now, I know you were expecting the theme song to come and start right when you pressed play on this episode, but I am here by myself to tell you a little bit about Patreoma, which is our bonus content platform on patreon.com backslash the drama podcast. Basically, for $5 a month, you get exclusive access to bonus episodes, bonus interviews, videos of episodes, including the interview with Anthony Lee Medina, which you're going to listen to in moments. We also have last week's episode with Constantine Rasuli, Derek Klana, Sell Your Rose Gooding, Jackie Cox, a throwback episode with George Salazar. The list goes on. You can be added to our close friends on Instagram where we are constantly spilling tea and just being plain cracked honestly so why don't you go ahead look at our patreon website patreon.com backslash the drama podcast you can look but you can't touch until you subscribe for five dollars a month and Connor and I will see you there all right now on with the show Press play, curtain of an hour in. It's time to taste in the shade and tea to spill. Ooh, drama. Oh, that's a tweet. Did they book? Who got an on? the option? Oh, no, I'm not well. What star will we talk to today? Oh, that's a gag, honey. Say no more. Drama. 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 Welcome to Drama, a podcast that covers theater, pop culture, love in life in, in New, New York, York City, City and, and the, the world. world I am Connor McDowell and I am Dylan McDowell I am feeling so good today Connor I know you are I can tell I can always oh, is tell. That a read is that a read <laughs> <laughs> No but famously you know pre-pandemic you would always get so like locked up oh, nervous before we would record literally anything even if it was just the two of us in the apartment you would be I freaked know. out but you seem at ease and calm today. I'm grown. I'm, I've lowered my doses of antidepressants all as well. Oh, my God. Uh, the, you know, we we're almost a year into this thing, Connor, this whole pandemic scenario. I know. What a nightmare. Um. Okay. So you told me you had some, you had some like pre-dose of drama pop culture recommendations you wanted to share. I do. I do. Because, you know, there's this whole craze going on. You know, everyone's starting a podcast right now. And, if you know, starting a theater podcast or maybe it's a true crime podcast. I love both. So I'm going to talk about some of the true crime finds that I've been really getting into, which actually I'm realizing now ties into our guest today. Who's on a true crime TV series or will be it's coming. (laughs) So I just finished the vanishing at the Cecil hotel. It's on Netflix. It is a mess. It is crazy. I think that it's like, might be like the blueprint for what season four or five of American horror story was the hotel series the Gaga season that season yes it's like this crazy hotel in downtown la on skid row where it's framed around the story about this girl named elisa lamb who disappears she's last seen in an elevator and she's never seen leaving the building oh my god it is spooky. She's acting, like, wild in the elevator. There's all these conspiracy theories. It is so good. Um, and it actually ends in a really nice note about mental illness and, like, mental health awareness, which is, like, timely as hell. That's nice. Wow. Yeah, and then, of course, you can't watch that without watching The Night Stalker first, which they tie together in a way. Um, I don't know. I think our guest has seen The Night Stalker. It is absolutely disgusting, the stories about what this this monster did to people in the California area. He would, after doing some of his terrible crimes, would then go and hide out at the Cecil Hotel. So it's like all tied together in a way. Oh, wow. But don't watch Cecil Hotel first because he's like fully revealed who it is. Okay, okay. But so yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not a true crime guy. I, I, I can watch fictional crime and fictional horror, but if it's if it feels real, I cannot sleep at night. Oh my God, The last week I was like, I had insomnia and I kept thinking about this one scene from Hereditary, which came out years ago. Kind of rewatched that forever ago. I know, but it's the scene towards the beginning when after Tony Collette's mom is dead, she's like "Pack." a uh, spoiler. <laughs> she's like packing up a, um, like a room and she turns off the light and all of a sudden, Oh my God. I literally just got full body chills thinking about it. I cannot, but she sees like an old woman in the corner. Yeah. And then she turns the light on and she's gone. And then she turns it off. Oh my God. That reminds Horrible. me about our late grandmother's like memorial service. She was, you know, famously a psychic. One of her psychic friends approached us and said that they she saw our grandmother standing in the corner watching the entire memorial for her, even though she was, you know, dead and gone. I am this is chilling. <laughs> I know, I know. Let's let's get into our guest today because we will get into true crime. We will get into all of the things, but I need to just say we have someone who the the roots run deep with this person. They do. One of the people who was part of our Ring of Keys experience. 100,000% Dylan. And this podcast mm-hmm. is what? 10, 11, 12 years in the making. We'll, we'll, get down to, we'll get down to the math of it once we actually figure it out. But mm-hmm. I'm gagged because you're right. This is, this is a key moment in our lives here. I'm going to bring him in. Please do. Our guest today has been blowing us all away for years. Having most recently finished his run as John Lawrence slash... Philip Hamilton, in the Broadway production of the Tony-winning smash, Hamilton. History has seemingly always had its eyes on our guest, and long before being in the biggest show on Broadway, he traveled the country with the first national tour of, you guessed it, Spring Awakening, as Otto at only 19 years old. That's right. His family. His stage career has included playing Usnavi in the theater under the stars production of In the Heights, and Young Sal in the public's The Cape Man at the Delacorte. You'll surely recognize our guest from television as Donovan on The Island, The CW's The Carrie Diaries, CBS's Blue Bloods, HBO's High Maintenance, and Eduardo in the Golden Globe-nominated Stars series Flesh and Bone. The upcoming second season of the Octavia Spencer-led series Truth Be Told will also feature our incredible guest film credits include features in the king of staten island and the first purge i'm gagged he is an extraordinary actor vocalist and his star only continues to rise please welcome to drama anthony Anthony medina Medina. (laughs) hi guys that is quite an intro i will take that oh my goodness (laughs) thank you for doing this
1: oh my god of course my favorite.
0: stop, stop. We need to talk about how this came to be and of course we connected online after years of being fans of yours but you told us you remembered us which is horrifying (laughs) upon first glance.
1: (laughs) I actually, I think Ben Moss, Ben Moss did one of your interviews. Um, He had reposted you guys and I caught it and I was like, wait a minute, I remember these people and honestly like there is a stage door picture in my head where both of your heads are on opposite sides of mine and we're like, Real happy and cheery. <laughs> it absolutely
0: <laughs> no. exists. And like we did with Ben, we will send you, we will send that to you as well. Just Please your you. own, your own I memory. Think,
1: correct me if I'm wrong. I might be wrong. Did you guys give me a copy of that picture? Did you guys um, do that? might
0: have, we might have given you a copy or we might have mailed it to you and like wrote Okay. It I
1: was like, I feel like at some point that was like at my station, like oh. just like, <laughs> here's two people that you met one time that. <laughs> like you so here
0: you go yeah yes we we were obsessed i think we we talked about this with ben but like we saw so much of ourselves like because you know we were young and like wanted to be actors and it was like these people are like close in age to us and they're on tour doing this the best musical ever you know the best we were ob- obsessed oh my god yeah we were only <laughs> like three or four years younger than you which is like horrifying In <laughs>
1: retrospect. and well horrifying like imagine like 19 years old you should not be touring the country <laughs> That is crazy. Are you
0: the youngest? You, ben was fresh out of high school too, right?
1: Uh, yeah, Ben and I, I think we're the same. No, he's younger than me. Um, I, strangely enough, I grew up knowing Ben Moss. Like the name Ben Moss is like, it's from my name. He's from uh, Westchester County. So I okay. grew up hearing Ben all the time. And I went to his prom with a, with a girl. <laughs> was just so random. <laughs>
0: oh my God. Did Ben win yeah. Prom King?
1: I would, not, I like, honestly, would not be surprised. That is the most charming human I've ever met in my life. I know, I know. Oh my like, God. So sweet
0: Kennedy smile. Uh huh. Truly. Oh my God, that is so funny. So, did you you graduated high school and then it was like a year later you ended up on Spring Awakening?
1: Yeah. So I auditioned for it in like the last quarter quarter. That's what you did in high school, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. Last, yeah. Yeah. I auditioned for it the last quarter of my senior year, and then when I was at Pace, they called me in, and I did like. I don't know how many auditions and then that was the longest, most wild process I've ever been a part of. That was like, I think it was like 16, 17 auditions. And it was like once a week, you were going in and singing the same stuff over and over again. And they were filming us because they were considering making it into a reality show, which was nuts.
0: <laughs> this is, this is breaking news. I did not know that. This is like guilty ones tea. Oh,
1: for look, the guilty ones.
0: Wow. Um, yeah. Babe, listen, we should just rename this podcast The Guilty Huns because that is like <laughs> what we talk about. At Spring Awakening all the damn time.
1: Oh shit. Um, that is beautiful and ridiculous. At the end of the day, I'm like, really, that show is still like that is piling through in my life right now. Um, yeah, they were trying to film us, uh thank the Lord for Tom Holst, uh <laughs> Academy Award winner Tom Holst for being like, No, this this footage cannot be used because our lives would have been destroyed. Oh, like yeah. Imagine like the footage of Christy Altamar and Andy Mientus and me and like Sarah Hunt screaming and running through the streets at nineteen wasted illegally. Like we did not need that on television.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, that is it's so funny you say these names and it's like these people who you all have gone on to do such great things too.
1: Yo. That that cast, um do you know Robbie Hager? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, he was oh yeah, he joined the tour, Tour at some point too he was really adamant when I joined the show that he was like, I think it was Michael Mayer said he only wants to work with people that would be stars. And like at 19, who the fuck knows what's going on. But (laughs) that group of that specifically that cast, I mean the Broadway, like you got Skylar, you got Leah Michelle, all these Mm -hmm. big names from Broadway, but a tour cast isn't supposed to pop off. And we, for the most part popped off. Like everybody kind of, is doing something <laughs> it's oh crazy. yeah
0: absolutely that's so crazy to think about oh my god so w- when you guys came to cleveland was that in 2008 or 2009 do you remember 2009 i think 2009 2009
1: yeah it was 2009 because our yeah because we 2008 was like the short portion of our tour
0: okay yeah yeah dylan and i would sit on stage and we would sit like across from each other
1: that yes i remember that too
0: yeah, Because mm-hmm. you know, there were certain <laughs> seats that you could have certain experiences. If you wanted to see Melchior's ass, you had to sit in one seat. If you wanted to sit next to Anthony Lee Medina, you had to be in like BB 11 or 12 or whatever. You better. Ah, uh-huh, uh-huh, yes. Uh-huh. Come on, seat Cause You You hear Because you could hear the harmonies. Like you could hear specific oh, yeah. harmonies to songs. And then and if you were
1: like, like a treat. Back by those bars by the drummer, we would all fuck with you. We would like poke you in the back and like, <laughs> yeah, we'd... i was was never in the back
0: i was never in those i never had the pleasure
1: i think those are also because no one wants to sit by the drummer because it's so loud but like you get the benefit of all of us singing into your ear and like caressing you if we recognize you a little bit (laughs) like (laughs) you're not gonna be creeped out we're gonna be good there was
0: the famous um guilty one francis who she attended like hundreds of performances
1: wait is and she was like the broadway she like she was at Broadway too all the time. Yes. yes. She was yeah.
0: featured in the documentary about Kyle Ryabko. Like she was like heavily featured in that.
1: There's a documentary about Kyle Ryabko.
0: <laughs> yeah. It was like about him <laughs> making the journey to Broadway. Really? Was it like a Canadian-only? Um it might have been. Listen, we need to delete everything I've said so far because I'm <laughs> reaching into the annals of my brain and I am so scared of myself.
1: <laughs> God. You're telling me. <laughs> Wait for him like making his way to Broadway for Spring Awakening or for Hair. Why wow, he's done a lot of musicals actually. I know.
0: Yeah, I think it was just Spring Awakening.
1: Okay, I need to watch that. Like, yeah, it was. It was like we had to like such a random it thing. It's
0: so random. God, I had such a crush on him.
1: It's so funny when joining a show with him. Like when you get to know someone, like it kind of disappears. Like your experience oh, yeah, of, of course. your crush, whatever. That is the. I love Kyle. We have not spoken probably in, I think I saw him maybe like six, seven years ago at a bar. Mm -hmm. But he is the most bizarre human I've ever met in my life. And it is amazing. Like Uh a walking Jim Carrey reincarnation, Robin Williams reincarnation. He is bizarro, but in the best way. I really loved him.
0: Oh my God, I love it. So crazy. What was your favorite part about doing Spring Awakening on tour?
1: To be honest with you, like that was the weirdest experience of anything in my entire life. Um, I was 19. I was not like fully comfortable with my sexuality yet. I was like still, I was like dating girls on tour, which was like random girls I'd pick up in cities. Like I was, I don't know. Playa, up, Play a play um, but then also <laughs> dating boys at the same time, and also like feeling like the ugly duckling of the cast. So that was a weird, it was a what? weird. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I was 19. They matching with Decker refused to cut his hair the way that Georg usually has his hair cut. So I got that mm-hmm. haircut. So I became the awkward haired Latin boy. And every city we went to, people looked at me like I was psycho on the street. I always wore a hat. <laughs> I always had acne. Um, And I was the only person besides Chase at the time that was, like, even talking about being gay. Everybody else was, like, straight or, like... Well, they weren't straight. They were figuring it out. Yeah. So that tour is so weird. I I mean, I guess the best part is, like, I still talk to most of those people. Like, Kamiko is still, like, I talk to her every day. I still talk to Marcus Walls every day. Christy is, like... Christy is... We catch up with each other maybe once every three months and it's like a four-hour phone call that does not have a reason to end. It just like, we're like, okay, it's time. We shouldn't be talking anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that show is, there's something we said about most of us ended up with therapists afterwards. It was mm-hmm. a crazy experience. Yeah, but beautiful.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was also like, it was the hottest show. Like everyone yeah. was curious about it. It was like in 90210. Like everyone was talking about it. And obviously Glee was becoming such a hit at the time that- yep everyone knew it in some way. And then it it continued to reinvent itself. I mean, there was the revival. It was then on that show. Yeah. God, that show with Josh Radner a Rise. few years ago. Rise. Rise.
1: Yeah. Rise. Yeah. 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 Oh, with, yeah. with Sean Grandillo. Grandillo? Mm-hmm. Grandillo? Yeah. I think it's Grandillo. Grandillo? Grandillo. I should I know, know, know that. I've definitely like had a meal or two with him. So I should probably know his <laughs> last name. But, um, yeah. I mean that spring awakening is, I mean, it's a beautiful piece of theater. And like, I can honestly say like, being the actual portion of me being on stage was amazing it was just like a bunch of kids shouldn't be on tour without like a proper because we're I like we were legal adults but we were kids and there was like a strong line in the sand of who was over the age of 24 25 and they hung out with each other and the rest of us hung out separately and I'm like let me spill some tea but like that stage manager like really tried to like destroy us like he made our jobs harder and he messed with our experience in a way that like was not um, what we signed up for, or at least we didn't know what we were signing up for. And then also, I don't know how much you know about that process, but someone got fired like the first week of rehearsals. Like he was cast and we were, we were all part of the same, like we did like a casting day where (laughs) they put us on stage with the Broadway cast. We had to hold each other's hands and sing Purple Summer. I was like holding Jen Damiano's hand (laughs) <laughs> and we're just like singing Purple Summer. And I knew, I know her. We grew up together, but I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and then, like, a week later, someone was, well, they were cast and then they were fired. And that was how our process started. So mm. it was like.
0: And that's who Matt Shingledecker replaced. Yes. Yeah. I knew that he was like a last minute addition to the tour. I remember yeah. that was like known. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was um, you know, an actor who's working now. I mean, he's, he's in a show. So he's doing oh my a goodness. thing yeah um he's freakishly talented they just decided like at the last second he wasn't the one hmm. but when you're 19 years old and suddenly someone gets the chop in front of you all of us spent like months fearing for it like christina alabado i have a um mental image of christina alabado crying because she's so afraid that her job to be lost meanwhile that bitch is so talented ah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but like we were we were on our toes we spent like the first chunk of that tour on our toes and then because we were on our toes, everyone was kind of just scared to be, like, bad at our job. Mm. And then a year later, there was a new cast and, like, the entire experience changed. Wow. Yeah. Spring-making is... I'm so
0: sorry yeah. about that, that sort of like mind games. And I don't, I don't know if, I don't know the your experience, but abuse, it seems that kind of came like whether it was mentally or whatever, but that is, especially to be so young. And I mean, I feel like I'm so thin skinned, it would have scared me away from the business.
1: It definitely made us thick skinned. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. there was i I, um. I remember a day where we were in San Diego. It was like our first, it was our first stop. Um, we were playing this game in a circle. I'm not going to say who said this to me, but in a circle, everyone was like, who's going to leave the business? It was like a game of like, who is this? Who is this? Who's going to be the first person to have sex on tour? Who's going to be the first person to, and someone said, who's me the first person to leave the business. And I got voted. And it was like, that was the way this process started. And then, we had a stage manager who made us feel really insignificant to the process. I got told many times that it was like, well, if you don't do what I say, just so you know, there's many people that want this job. Oh my God. Yeah. So like, it's so funny. Also the person that um, said that to me left the business. <laughs> 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 we're fine now. We're, we're totally fine. We had like a conversation. Like I definitely there therapize that with my yeah, yeah, therapist. Yeah. 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 Um, but like he left the business. And apologized to me about that experience. He doesn't even remember it. Or he didn't remember it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that I mean that. Try spending a year questioning everything about yourself while someone else is telling you you're going to get fired. Oh my and, god! And like, yeah, it was. Oh god, it was a crazy time. But sounds
0: like high school in like like a like kind of like a catty environment at times too. I but know, but with high stakes, right? Like that's the thing. You you're employed. You have a this this what you dream of this career in front of you and everything feels like the hugest deal in the world, because in a way it kind of could be. So man, that sounds like fucked up. I'm so sorry.
1: At the end of the day, I got a fucking phenomenal credit. And also like I toured the country for two years. So like you, you kind of got to give it a trade off. Like, sure. And also like all the people that I have problems with don't exist in my world. And yeah, uh, I think that stage manager doesn't work in the business anymore. So this is, it all Good. worked out for me. <laughs> so yeah.
0: then, so year, so year two brought in like Ben Fankhauser, Taylor Trench, like a gr- more people who continued to like change the game. So did yeah. you do the full tour?
1: Yeah, I did the full tour. Um, oh my goodness. Before yeah, it went ben, non-equity. So with me and then George took the non-equity, George yes. Salazar, um, who I fucking love. We
0: had um, him on the same. podcast.
1: Yeah, he was on the I podcast. saw, yeah. <laughs> yeah, George felt like, oh, they're taking, give me to another Latin boy like this has become a Latin role, I'm so excited. Uh And George is like freakishly talented. And now like George Salazar, Tony Tony nominee? Is he a Tony nominee? Should have been, should have been, been, right? Um, But when Ben joined, Ben kind of saved my, Ben Fankhauser and well, really Ben, I love Taylor. I love Kayla. Like all the new people really I hung out with a lot, but Ben Fankhauser, I mean, it was like suddenly my brother joined the tour. It was immediately we were best friends, immediately we were hanging out all the time. It was an. It was like me, Freddie, Marcus, uh, Freddie Hall, Marcus Walls, uh, Kamiko, and Ben. That was like our crew, and we spent oh all of our goodness. time together and did a lot of crazy things together. <laughs> yeah,
0: that is so fun. I love. I love that. So when you finished the tour, what came next? Did you ever return to Pace?
1: I no. I tried to return to Pace. Um, the teacher, the head of the program. I'm like, let me just shade all these people that deserve to be shaded. The one shaded. Who's like.
0: It could currently, like, under fire or, like, had to, like, Zachary. Exactly. Okay, okay. Uh,
1: she, uh, I was messaging her, asking her to come back to school, but enough people, I was the first, so, at Pace, I was the first person to book, like, a, a, a notable job. There was, like, a girl that booked uh, Ring of Fire, and then there was, like, a non-equity hairspray tour, um, and I was the first, like, equity job. So, they treated me really crazy when I got the job. I spent a year, like, doing extra classes and all this stuff. Um, but then I left for the tour and came back and they'd already gotten all these equity members and all these SAG members to join the school. So I was unnecessary and my emails were not responded to. And I was like, fine. And now with the whole, uh, the drama at mm-hmm. pace, I'm like, I'm glad I didn't go back. They were horribly destructive to people. Do you like follow that Instagram page? Yes. I've seen I, it. Yeah.
0: It's crazy.
1: It's crazy. And all of, I mean- I haven't listened to all of them, but the ones i listened to, I'm like, this is, this is my experience. My first, my first day, I was told to learn all the Spanish accents, because that's the only jobs I would play. I need to learn to dance, to be in West Side Story. And in my audition, they kept saying, you're going to be in, in the Heights. You need to go be in, in the Heights. These things are, tr- like, are very notably true. But when my first job was a German boy in a rock musical, the way I sat in that office and was like, bitch, I guess I don't need a Spanish accent. <laughs> um but yeah that that schooling process was wild. Um I didn't go back to place. Um I got back to New York and kind of uh I moved in with Marcus. Was he was he the drummer? Yeah, the drummer. Oh, that's right. yeah okay, yeah. He's a drummer, he's a photographer, he's he's played on every show you've ever wanted to see. Like
0: yeah, I always see his name. I and he does like yep. a lot of cabaret and concerts and stuff like that too. yeah I always see his name and I'm always like, That
1: is him. It's him <laughs> Yep. Yeah, he's around. He's always around, which is amazing. Um yeah, I moved back into New York and then I was like the full like after experience. I was a cater waiter. I was a babysitter. I was, I did all the the random things that you do. I was an uh, apartment painter. I was a photographer's assistant. Um, yeah, I like worked a lot. It sucked.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Well, before we get into the rest of your career, we, oh completely, we just jumped right into this. Yeah, so we'll I was meet- too excited. I know. I know. We need to ask you just like where, how you're doing in this present moment. Are you well?
1: Oh, I'm well. I hate people that say that they're well during all of this, but I'm well. <laughs> um, I, I, I got lucky. I, um, Terrence and I are together and Terrence got offered Hamilton in LA right before the uh, pandemic started. So we moved out to LA and like two weeks later I was locked down. And <sighs> my experience was I was locked down. Terrence's best friend is Adam Lambert. They were in Wicked together. So we lived with Adam Lambert for like four months, which is the gag of all gags. (laughs) That is
0: such a gag.
1: Anthony, what?
0: What did Gottmik say on Untalked or whatever this week? She was like, gagatrintra or something. (laughs) Gagatronda. Gagatronda.
1: Also, they're all friends at Gottmik. It's like during the Hamilton time, I was like, this is the most famous experience I'm going to have. And then I just was like, you know, having drinks with Adam, like in his house and he's like telling me his new conspiracy theory. I'm like, okay, what is happening?
0: I am so shaken by (laughs) what is your life?
1: (laughs) What is, I don't know. Um, yeah, I was there for four months and then we got our apartment and we've been kind of just here since. And I'm well, I I had a job. I, or I'm finishing up a job right now. I'm like recording novels, doing random things. I didn't know I did that. I'm suddenly, doing i don't know you're making it
0: happen. <laughs> staying booked yeah. okay so the job is slash was truth be told on apple tv plus right yes yeah i didn't watch the first season yet but now that i know you're gonna we be just on the... we actually just got apple TV. we just got it oh, yeah wow. i got a new iphone and it was like here's one year free of apple tv plus so i was like oh my god let's do it and i mean i love octavia she is the moment
1: octavia is everything um i so i saw the first season it's not an like, as much as I'm t- going to tell you to watch the first season, second season is completely different experience. Like, they're kind of standalone seasons with okay. just, like, Octavia's character and a few other characters still continuing in the world. Okay, cool. But it's it's crazy. I mean, I auditioned for this thing not knowing what the fuck it was. i never heard of it. I didn't know Octavia was in it. I sent in a tape where I was, like, this very gay assistant. And I was like, look, this is what you need to understand. This is the following. And, like, did nonsense. And then they sent me another side and they were like, can you do this scene? And it was me like talking to, um, like this emotional scene. I was like, what the fuck is this? Sent it in. And they were like, we need this in by in six hours. I was like, y'all, I got a life. There's no way I did it. Sent it out. And then the next day they were like, you're booked. I was like, what is this?
0: You're still wondering at this point.
1: (laughs) I'm honestly still wondering. No, honestly, it's the craziest. So my character, uh, I do all my stuff with Kate Hudson. And I'm doing four episodes of just me and Kate Hudson like going at it, which is really fun. You're
0: her assistant? I'm her
1: assistant. A dream Connor has often had. So. It's all it's all
0: happening, Anthony. It's all happening. <laughs> I'm gagged. Is she nice? Yeah.
1: I didn't hear a lot of things about her. I, Terrence and Adam had actually met her and said beautiful things about her. Um, but I, I'd also heard other things about her. And so I kind of just went into set and was like, let me just do my thing. And first off, day one, they had to give her a handheld mic for something and she starts belting out this song. And I was like, you sing? I had no idea she sang. Oh, she was on Glee.
0: Yes. Because she went toe to toe with Ms. Leah Michelle on Glee. I did not
1: know she was on Glee. I,
0: I heard they didn't get along, but anyway, anyway, anyway.
1: I wouldn't be what? surprised
0: there. <laughs> Who would at this point, but no, in season like th- three or four of Glee, I think it's season four. It was four. The Rachel Berry character, Leah Michelle graduates and goes to a performing art school in New York and kate hudson plays her like dance teacher they sing like americano by lady gaga it's this crazy it's crazy i heard they did not get along yeah it's like a mashup, isn't it with the italian from nine yeah you're right i think you're right dylan anyway you gotta check this it out this is it,
1: gagging me i, I know <laughs> i've never watched glee i have never watched glee i've oh. seen like one episode well we all so spring awakening they all we all got an audition like the entire cast of like here, come to L.A. We were in San Diego. I was like, come to L.A. on your day off. Come on, to for Glee. And I was like, I'm not. I don't want to, I don't want do, to take a two hour, whatever the fuck it is, to get to yeah. an audition. No, thanks. Um, but because of that, I never watched it. Like, I always felt like, kind of slighted by it. And now Adam, I'm like, fuck. I, and Terrence was in it too. He's a dancer in it.
0: And you know, Adam, I think, interacts with Kate Hudson's character at one point. They might have yeah, an episode. Does.
1: Okay. I think yeah. he does. Because um, I think that's why they actually originally met Gotcha. Okay. Um, but Kate is, first off, an education on how to be a, a, a like a badass on set. Like she teaches. She doesn't teach it consciously. She just kind of like, the something doesn't make sense. She's just like, no, that doesn't make any sense. Let's fix this. Let me know when it's done. I'm like, go off, but also friendly and like yeah. down to goof around. We're like doing like time steps in a corner, and then like, you'll see.
0: Oh my god! I cannot wait.
1: It's so funny because on, like, we would literally be doing these really intense scenes and then it would end and we'd be, like, singing show tunes. It was such a bizarre, I've never had that experience. <laughs> it was, yeah. And I have my last days on Friday, so. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah, guys call me in the middle. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: How cool. I know. Well, thanks for doing this with us. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, 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 oh, my God. Of course. That's going to be great. I can't wait. Um... <laughs> I think it's her first series regular on a TV show, like, ever. She is the Penny Lane. She's an Academy Award nominee, too, oh for, my God. Uh,
1: yeah. uh, Almost for Almost Famous. Famous. Yeah, That's right. That also, like, I come home from working with her, and then that appears, like, as, like, you should watch this every day now. I'm like, I don't need to. I'm with it every single second uh-huh. of my life.
0: They're listening, your your TV and uh, things. Oh my now. God, <laughs> I'm gagged. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we ask all of our guests this question and it's about the origins. We call it a Ring of Keys moment inspired by Fun Home. It's that moment of recognition when you realized that you wanted to be involved in the performing arts in some way. Do you feel like you had a Ring of Keys moment, Anthony?
1: I totally did. Um, I'd been doing theater. It wasn't that I hadn't been doing it at that point. I was just like, it was kind of second nature or not second nature, but something that was, it wasn't important to me. I was just doing it because I was a singer um, and <laughs> I was acting all the time at my house. Um, but I, a friend of mine, it was her 16th or 17th birthday. She got us all tickets to, to see Wicked. It was my first time seeing, I'd seen a Broadway show. I saw, saw Oklahoma, but I didn't actually see it. I think I fell asleep like middle of act one and woke up at the end of the show. But it was Shoshana Bean as Elphaba and Megan Hilty as Glinda. Mm. And, like the whole show I was gagged, but then uh, Defying Gravity started and she started riffing and I'd never heard anyone riff. I didn't know people could do that in musical theater. And I was like, oh, I think I need to do this. And then For Good started happening. And I, it's me and like six blonde white females and I am the one hysterically crying. And I was like, oh, this is, if this can do this to me, I gotta do this too. Like I gotta mm. experience this m- more um so yeah that's my rankings I wrote my college essay about Shoshana Bean I I like got into pace literally being like this is the reinvention of musical theater on Broadway boom
0: I'm gagged I mean, yeah
1: yeah she uh, we met I started to cry <laughs> <laughs> she I was at I was doing Hamilton and I was walking up the stairs between shows and Brian role Clark was hugging someone and he's like, where are you going? And I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to go eat, bye. And like, I was like trying to get away from him. I was like, I'm not trying to talk to nobody. He's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. And he's like, I, I want you to meet somebody. Like turned her around. And I literally, I'm talking like full Thai food in my hand, just like bawling. I was like, you made everything happen. I'm here because of you. She, yeah. Now we're like, I've like got her number. We've like Instagram DM'd. I'm like, this is. Oh my
0: God. That's amazing. I, I'm about to single white female your life, Anthony, because I want to like, <laughs> I'm like, like truly or as they call it, the roommate. That was the remake with yeah, with with um with Leighton, Leighton Meester. Oh yeah, yeah. and Mickey I did not Kelly see right? that. Yeah. Oh no, no, yeah. Don't, don't. She
1: oh. like wants her like roommate's <laughs>
0: life, and so she like starts to dress like her and like dyes her hair to be like her. And
1: I would love to see a version of you dressed and dyed your hair like me, <laughs> <laughs> just like this facial hair. I know. Well, I, I I could
0: I could kind of do it if I were to yeah, get rid hilarious. of the sides. Should I grow a mustache? <laughs> I,
1: don't know. I love it.
0: Do you think I could do like a like what Dylan has. Is he over here or there? A mustache. I, don't, I think it would be too light, but I've always wanted one.
1: I think it is hilarious for you to ask me if you could do something that is on your twin brother. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can tell what it's going to look like.
0: <laughs> Looking at you books. I'm like, oh, I don't have facial hair. I don't think hair. it would look right for you, Connor. I think you've, you've got the, you've
1: you got, got the your look figured look out. Though. Mm-hmm. It's like very, it's like very like high level. I don't want to say twink because people get pissed off with the word twink I've noticed lately. But like twunk.
0: Ooh, I'll take it. We I'll all we it. all jokingly call Connor a twink in our gay friend group. So <laughs> it's this is the prophecy is is all happening. You gotta be ready for your house kitchen return, Connor. I know, I know. Ooh. Wait, Anthony, I'm thinking about because you were saying you were sobbing watching Shoshana, and you're like, Oh my god, I want to do this for other people, and then cut to you in Hamilton, where I'm sure people were sobbing watching spoiler your character die oh my god
1: (laughs) all of my characters ever die (laughs)
0: ever 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 oh my god can we talk about the hamilton of it all
1: that is one of those things that's like that is a gag like how the fuck did he fuck did i end up in that show fuck i mean like that is a broadway debut you could only write as a fantasy novel personally i think i'm the favorite character like you walk into that show and you're like kind of that's the dude you want to like be friends with and you want to like hang out with. Mm -hmm. And that fucking show is, I mean, I have been lucky that I'm like, I've been on stage with Tony award winner, James Earl like Mm -hmm. Manny Gonzalez has like scolded me for being late to something. Like the (laughs) list is so like the people that have been involved in that people have like been around because of that show. That show is crazy. I mean, I will never have a Broadway experience like that. I don't know if I want to have another Broadway experience like that. Yeah. (laughs) It was Insane.
0: So you finished that up at the end of 2019, right?
1: Yeah. December, yeah.
0: Okay. And you replaced um Jordan Fisher. I replaced Jordan Fisher. Yeah. That's just so crazy. And who was your Hamilton? Was Austin Scott a part of the show when you were in it?
1: I started with Javi and then but Javi was injured, so it was like a lot of Javon and, and Donald. And then I had Michael LaVoye and then I had Austin.
0: Okay, yeah. Nice.
1: Yeah. yeah. I also had John Rua. <laughs> I oh, love Austin. Yeah. Austin is a, is a sweetheart. I gave him a hard time. (laughs) I made his job harder. Like I, I, till this day, I'm like, I think that I owe that man an apology.
0: (laughs) He was so young. He was so young as Hamilton.
1: He was, I'm, I'm almost 32 years old and he was, he's like 27. Mm -hmm. It was like, I was like, you're playing my dad. (laughs) Like even my mom was younger than me. Like at some point it was like Elizabeth Judd and, uh, and Austin. And I was like, Great, my parents literally have been alive for three years less than me. This is impossible. Um,
0: Suspension of disbelief, baby.
1: Look, there you go. Uh, yeah, I, I made Austin's job. I definitely was like, Austin, you're not in this mark. like, this guy is crazy. But That's I was how like, you learn on Broadway, right? Well, I guess so. Like, I mean, I was never directly, I mean, I don't know, you, you gotta ask him, but I don't think I was ever directly mean to him, but I definitely was like, I was. it was always so hard to adjust to new Hamilton's because my show is wrapped around Hamilton's and whoever's playing Hamilton, whoever's playing um, Eliza. Eliza, yeah. Uh, whoever's playing those two, like they really affect my show. Um, so when he joined, it was like a whole different experience. Like Michael Lavoie is, that character work is so specific and it's so, I want to use the word labored as a positive word, if that makes any sense. Um, yeah. He's just like heavier. And Michael Lavoie is younger than me too but he just feels like an older man so and every time i adjusted to somebody it was like always this like period of like a few months of me being like what the fuck are they doing and then being like oh the show works no matter what as long as you kind of just like go on the ride with whoever's leading it um oh yeah but i love me some austin 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 and i had some really hilarious times and he was really sweet yeah,
0: oh, I love it. Speaking of the Hamilton and whether it be John, I think we'll stick with the John Lawrence connection here. There's this rumor that's like you know very much fan debated that they are lovers or were lovers in a way.
1: I so I of I have heard that so many times. There's like I finally figured out what Lambs was. Or what that was? That's like Lawrence Hamilton love. They were oh, like you okay. know all those like um those uh what are they called? Like, fan fictions, but, like, the sexual fan fiction? Shipping. Shipping?
0: No, isn't it, Isn't it called Slash when it's, like, graphic? I can't speak. I can only speak from my um One Direction fan fiction days. And mm. we called it Shipping, or Ships, but, you know.
1: Uh, okay. Yeah, I had a, a lot of people explain to me that that was the case. But the only reason why I actually... I mean, we, me and Javi played with it for sure. Like, the idea of that and how we approached characters. And then me and... Me and Austin sort of did, it was like very unconscious, but like me and Javon, it was like, they are bottoming for each other, it's confusing. Uh, 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 Which is so funny, cause Javon is very much so a straight man, but that was like the way I we decided that, to play it. Um, I love it for him. Um, <laughs> uh, but there was a, so a descendant of John Lawrence came to the show and she was like, she came on stage afterwards. She, I guess she talked to somebody at the stage door and she was telling me that she has letters from them that like, it was never explicit that they were, you know, fucking or involved, but the vocabulary that was used based on the time period, like you didn't talk like that to another uh, male, especially mm-hmm. a male that was like, I mean, unless you were screwing them, you weren't talking to them like that. So yeah. I was like, that's the, that's the vibe for me. And also like, give me this like subtext, like gay story in like the middle of this very masculine straight musical. Oh Let's yeah. 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 Um, but I'm not the bottom. Hamilton's the bottom. That's
0: the <laughs> <deal>. <laughs> I, I just, I noticed, I noticed it too after, cause you know, it's one of those shows you have to listen to a couple of times to fully, like, I mean, I still learn things anytime I watch it or listen to it, but oh, he yeah. literally says, Lawrence, I like you a lot. Like he's like describing everyone else. And that's like the signifier for him. It's interesting.
1: And also it's funny that that is what he says about him. And he says all these other things about everybody else. I'm like, uh-huh. says, I like you a lot. I'm like, Girl, uh-huh. you're my butt. What's going on?
0: <laughs> I know. Lynn. Lynn is a sneaky one. Did you get to interact with him at all through your process? Really
1: rarely. He's I mean, that is a busy man. Um, oh, he's, he's in, always like a movie really star nice. and yeah. <laughs> a couple of movies. Like at one point he came backstage. I remember with um his dark materials, he like came backstage with oh. like you know, you know, like a script is usually like in a binder. Like this was like in this like lock box binder, black. I've never seen, I was like, you look so official right now. I've, ne- and also like in sweatpants and like a, a fitted hat, like very messy, but like this, mm-hmm. like very important document. Um, but Lynn is, I mean, Lynn is a, so freakishly nice. B like gave me my job. So I can never say anything mean about him. Mm-hmm. And like, Anytime he showed up, like, I got one note from him in three years, and it was... I, I was gonna say why so serious, but I think it was something along those lines, but not that phrasing.
0: <laughs> um, but how interesting... That is so fascinating to me. He can casually just give a note. I mean, it's so wild. Like, I wonder if he gave notes to the original cast, too, like, when he was performing alongside them.
1: I mean, maybe. I, I always wonder, like, because he has the ear of the people that are actually making decisions, if he, like, did it, like, he went to, like, Tommy and was like, Tommy, this needs to be changed. Fix this. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I mean, for me, he literally gave the note through somebody else. Like he gave the note to, okay. I think our associate and was like, our associate came up to me and was like, Hey, um, Oh, it was, that, uh, he wanted me to stop moving in the John Lawrence death and to smile. And I was like, smile. I'm dying. What the fuck? This is the end of my life. And he's like, no, it's like, it's gotta be rejoiceful. Like I understand the impotence to like, be serious. However, like be from like the heavens. And I was like, Bitch, I'm from the heavens. Let's go. And Miranda. I mean, and it was like, I played Usnavi. I'm like, you're giving me too much, dude. Like,
0: I know. Yeah. So, so is that how you came on his radar or was he, did he see that production at Theater Under the Stars?
1: I don't think so. I mean, I, yeah. I would love, I would love to see it. I, I don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> um, no, he, um, I had been auditioning for Hamilton since the mixtape. date. It was, um, I was like, I'm in that small group of people in New York it's probably a lot bigger now, but that was doing a lot of hip-hop theater. So I was doing a lot of the, like, off-off-off-Broadway musicals that were, like, rap-based or just hip-hop in general. Um, And me and Ramos and, like, I want to say, like, two or three other, like, young Latin guys, we were kind of, like, the ones to pick from if you were, like, finding someone in that type. Um, (sighs) But I think, I don't know Anthony's uh, history with Lynn. I think that they had already had work together and had experienced each other me and lena never met i was just literally he was just across the table half the time Mm so i was like give ramos the job like at this point like he deserves it he's been around you like i'm from yonkers he's from the bronx or brooklyn we're like two we're one of the same i'm just the gay uh version of him (laughs) and honestly i like this type yeah Oh my God, Anthony, I feel like we could talk to
0: you forever, but we are sadly coming to the end here and we like to wrap up. I know. Can you believe? I know. I don't want, I know. I'm like, what is going on? (laughs) But uh, we like to end on a dose of drama. We could rant about something, rave about something, share a little pop culture behind the scenes, tidbit, spill some tea. You've spilled so much tea. Your cup cup runneth over and I'm gagged. It's been. I'm drenched. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, before we get to dose of drama, how did you meet your boyfriend, Terrence?
1: He's my murderer. He was, uh, jo- George Heaker on the show. Oh my God. So I, I, I will tell the, the fun version of it, uh, the full version. That's fun. Um, <laughs> I was in Amsterdam with my brother. I hope my mom never listens to this. I did shrooms. <laughs> and, uh, one I one like, in the, in the red
0: light district of, uh, You
1: know, Instagram. it just seemed like an appropriate time. Um, you know, regulated and like, you know, um, uh, but my, um, I went with my brother and one of my brothers and I had decided, I was like, everything else seems to be working out in my life. I'd already dated someone in the show. I did not want to do that again, but I was like, I want to find the man that was Sunday in Amsterdam, Tuesday in New York, Terrence was on stage and Joanna uh, Jones was like, this is your man. You need to meet him. I was like, I'm not dating in the show again. So for a month, he tried so hard. He was like, like every possible way he could get to like hang out with me or like flirt with me he tried it and i was like i've 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 literally sat on this table where we're eating there's no way i can do that again and i mean take one birthday slash going away party for four people and five to nine drinks and uh, we start making out and we've literally been next to each other ever since like oh my god yeah i love my life
0: Oh my god! He's so handsome. You guys are so cute together. Like the thank
1: you. Everyone's following you on
0: Instagram. Like no matter what, because there are so many cute pictures of the two of you. Just live it. You can just see the happiness radiating from the pictures.
1: He's a good. He's a lucky uh, find for me because, I mean, we can spill a lot of tea about the exes that exist in this community. So. But we'll pass
0: on that. <laughs> yes. Next, next time, next time off when, when we're not recording. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so let me think. Do I have Dylan? Do you have a dose of drama this week? I do. And it was going to originally be about how I can be in stage door experiences slash was like when I was a kid, I'd just be like, hi, like you're so good. You riffed really good and touch me. Like, I feel like that's probably what I said, to Anthony. <laughs> um, but it's actually about one of your credits. Um, King of Staten Island. Oh, Because I have a problematic crush on Pete Davidson.
1: It's not problematic. Okay. I was going to say, is it weird? No, he is so one. I like, I don't know. I mean, the version that exists of him in like the public eye is Mm -hmm. one thing. And I can't say I know him. I'm not like, we didn't have like some like big party night. We spent one day on set together where he was literally just like, no, talk about your MMA fighting. And then you did a diarrhea, like just screaming nonsense. But Uh in that process, like I will say, I've worked on a lot of things. And I have had very few experiences where I would say that the people that make all the choices and the decisions I would want to hang out with. And he was like, I was like, oh, I would want to like hang out, like, get a drink and like smoke a J and like figure out why you keep breaking up with all these girls and removing your tattoos. Let's talk about it.
0: I know, right? Okay, good. I feel vindicated in my crush. It's been even long before Ariana Grande, like even long before she revealed the intimate details about him. I have always sort of just thought he's so like, he's funny. And I love when he breaks a little bit on SNL and he's just like smiling through it all. Okay. I feel, I feel comfortable in admitting that. Puppy eyes. Uh-huh. Always. <laughs> you guys are making a case for Pete Davidson here. I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening, but
1: i'm just saying he is um really funny he was really nice to me and i can only assume he's extremely fine without clothes so yeah <laughs> the case isn't made
0: <laughs> oh my god okay here's my dose of drama i mentioned this on one of our patreon episodes which is a perfect plug for our bonus oh. content platform we're on patreon five dollars a month you get like four or five bonus episodes access to our close friends on instagram Fun as hell. Anyway, I talked about this, but I finally read Patti Lapone's memoir, and it oh. is unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's, hearing her side of the story is just beyond. She is the coolest. She, she is so honest with her mistakes, her downfalls, her failed relationships, her successful relationships, she is the moment and I'm so gagged I cannot wait to see her in company when Broadway is back. I mean I already did see her once, but see her again because she's just the best. She's the best. Everybody needs to read it.
1: You saw her in company?
0: We did. We saw we did. like a preview literally the week before. I think I think it had like maybe a week of previews. I'm yeah. Yeah, it was like literally the week. There was there was a moment where there was like a technical difficulty. I was like, oh, "This is the previews. We're we're here. We're, you know, <laughs> Because you know you hear it's these stories real. about like the nine to five set shutting down, and then Dolly goes out and sings for the audience, or you know stories like that. But uh, did Sarah Bareilles ever do that at Waitress? I feel like that that would have
1: she did. <laughs> yeah, the, like I think one of the first couple nights um, there was something that went wrong, and because Camille goes in, it so we've talked about it before. Of course. Um, but she, but yeah, she did like a a mini concert. She did like some of her favorites, and then some songs on the show and like finally the current went up What? what a gag. What <laughs> a know. gag.
0: God, I know that. Oh my goodness. She's like one of my faves. We, I, I cannot wait to see what she does next as far as theater music. And yeah. Oh, I was going to say she had an Apple TV plus show where she wrote the music called Little Voice.
1: And she has another show coming out. She is the lead of the show um, with Daniel Breaker of Hamilton fame. Yes. Um, it's about this and I think it's, a, oh, and Renee Elise is in it. And, and Busy Phillips. And Busy Phillips is in it. Yeah, it's about this, like, girl group and um, that, like, as guests is retired and they're coming back. And the only thing I know about is Daniel Breaker plays Sarah Bareilles' very nerdy husband, which, knowing Daniel Breaker, I'm really excited to see what the fuck that means. <laughs> he is so <laughs> unbelievably
0: talented. I will watch him do anything.
1: Daniel is if you ever ever get the opportunity to just like spend any time with him he is the best by far like i want to model my human after his human he mm-hmm. is like after the show sorry i'm avoiding drama conversation because i don't know what to talk about but mm-hmm. after the show we would <laughs> you have like, oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> um yeah uh he like he's a chef like a, a professional chef so literally after shows like the show would come down and we would go to his dressing room we need to have like this like a Negroni and then like in a, like a specialty lavender ice that he had created. And then like, he'd be passing around like these like tuna tartare tacos with like truffle oil. And we're like, what the fuck is this? And like a comedy routine and like has the most amazing children. And I'm like, oh, he's so annoying. Oh my God. I hate him. No, I,
0: that is so, that's so inspiring to hear too, that he's the nicest guy. Cause you always wonder about big stars and.
1: Oh, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I'm not going to shade anyone there have been some people that I've literally been like, like so excited to work with. And then I start working with them. And I'm like, yeah. Fuck? Why are you, Oh, you forgot that you're a person and then you should have respect for other humans. And you can be friendly and it will still do the same thing you're doing now, except for I'll smile mm-hmm. at you instead of look at you like you crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Daniel's Daniel's the nicest, the nicest. And, but also like, if you're wrong and if you are like, If he needs to shade you, he doesn't even think twice. It just comes out of his mouth. And he's like, Well, that's because you're an idiot, right? You're like, (laughs) Bitch, what? Oh
0: my God, I'm so sensitive. I would never survive
1: being an actor, ever. Ever, ever, ever. You cannot be sensitive. It's hard.
0: We struggle enough when people say no to coming on the podcast. We're like, We're failures.
1: (laughs) Girl, I got told no three times yesterday. I've been failing all evening.
0: Listen, well, we're so glad that you said yes to us because this has been so fun. You don't have to say a dose of drama because you gave us so much. Like, truly, this was so much fun. I have <laughs> my cheeks literally hurt from smiling. You you are so charming and fun. And I really hope that beyond all this, we can hang out and hear some of those other yes. stories.
1: <laughs> yes, please, please. Um, come out to LA. I need some LA friends, so.
0: Oh yes. God. Do you think you'll go back to New York?
1: Okay, I definitely want to go back to New York. Um... I'm I'm born and raised, so I'm like, that's my home. But as far as like doing theater, um, I think that was enough. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> um, I literally said to most, most people, because people ask me that all the time, I'm like, I don't like doing Hamilton for three years is amazing, but a turn off to doing theater. Mm. That is, I died 16 times a week. No one wants to die that much. That is exhausting. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of stairs. And <laughs> yeah, give me a play. Just give me a play where like, my character is, you know, doesn't leave a chair because he's too wasted. Sounds great.
0: <laughs> I, I, I'm sure the Iceman won. cometh. I think all the characters are just sitting around drunk the whole time. And the Iceman cometh. Perfect. So there you Iceman go.
1: Iceman cometh indeed.
0: <laughs> well, everyone needs to follow Anthony on. Is it Twitter, and Instagram? The same handle. Ant Yeah. Yeah. Aunt Lee. Lee,
1: Lee knee me. Knee. One, two, three. Hey, Ryan. That's cute. Easier to remind people Uh, you also have one of the biggest
0: (laughs) flexes ever that you only follow like a handful of people on instagram
1: i so i there's two reasons number one i got to the point where i was during the pandemic because the the pandemic like we're all like all day long and i started to notice like no one's posting anything real and just like throwbacks or like you know wishing they were somewhere else or like a picture of them in their mask i'm like okay and to be honest, like, I don't really, I found it really annoying to, like, see someone that I knew but didn't really know well and then know everything about them so I didn't know what to ask them for as questions. Like, I felt mm. so disingenuous. So I, that was my first reason why. But then, I don't know if you know Janelle McDermott. She's a Broadway gal. She was like, you always know someone's about to pop off when they remove, they unfollow everyone. And I was like, I'm going to pop off. Unfollow. <laughs> I love it. I will say it's really nice to only see my parents and my siblings and my boyfriend's posts show up on my feed every day. There's literally nothing else. And then my discover just like naked men and recipes. So it's a great Instagram experience.
0: That's what my discover is
1: too. It's a beautiful thing. (laughs) Anthony
0: Lee Medina, all those years ago, I I had I only could have wished at fifteen years old that we'd be chatting with you. So thank you so much. I know this has been truly such a delight. Yes. I can't speak highly enough about you. And I hope that everyone follows you. Everyone needs to follow us at the drama podcast, but don't Likewise, worry. At the end, yes. You're not going to follow because, you know, <laughs>
1: I'll find you look on Twitter. I got everybody. Pull okay, there you go. There you yes. go. <laughs> I want to hear what you're going to say. I don't need to see your faces. though. Bitches. Y'all crazy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then of course I'm at Dylan McDowell and Connor is at Connor McDowell and Connor. We will see you next time. Drama. drama.